0: Why is it so hard to create permanent habits? Written by Scott Young, March 2015 Motivation works well in the short term. If you set a new goal, you can probably summon up the motivation to pursue it earnestly for a week or two. If the goal is tremendously important, that motivation may even carry you uninterrupted for a month. But motivation wanes. If your goal takes more than a month or two, you're going to need more than just motivation. You're going to need habits. Habit building methods are great because they translate that short-term motivation into something more durable. If you invest in consistent routines with triggers, rewards, and punishments, you can stabilize that motivation into a systematic output. The gospel of changing habits. This transition from motivated bursts to stable habits is often so powerful that people who've never tried it before become proselytizing converts. My friend recently got into setting habits. He went from struggling to go to the gym regularly to managing dozens of habits with intricately engineered systems. I know many bloggers that built their initial audiences on habit forming. Part of that is simply because habits are a popular topic. But I suspect the real reason is that the methods are so powerful that people feel compelled to start a blog about them. I know this because I was one of them. I went from struggling to follow through on simple plans to coordinating habits with eating, exercise, reading, sleeping, productivity, and more. Outsiders must have thought I was crazy, but the truth was it was simply the first time in my life I had the ability to do it. Habits work well in the medium term. I've been using habit-changing tools for well over a decade now. If you follow the basic assumption of habits, that it takes a few months of running a habit to make it permanent, I should have had time to permanently stabilize dozens, perhaps even hundreds of habits. But that hasn't happened. Instead, if I review the last 10 years of my life spent working on habits, I'm far more often restarting habits than creating new ones. In all, I can only think of two that have been more or less permanent vegetarianism, well, currently pescatarianism, and weekly daily goals, my productivity system. Some have had long lifespans. My gym-going habit lasted for several years unchanging before I had to restart it. Many others, like morning rituals, I end up needing to restart every few months. So what gives? After all, the promise of habits is that an initial investment in effort could create a permanently stable system. Why do some habits require perpetual maintenance to sustain? Action requires two kinds of effort. My explanation is that any action requires two kinds of effort in order to get done. An intrinsic effort that depends on the action and an effort to decide whether or not to execute the action. Habits can modify the first, But the main reason they work is that they eliminate the second type of effort. To understand this, let's say you have the goal of reading a book per week. So you decide to make it a habit. In this case, you need to read at least 50 pages a day in order to meet your goal. Every time you read the book, you're investing in these two kinds of effort. First, there's the effort of reading. Depending on the difficulty of the book, this might require a lot of effort or maybe even zero effort. Imagine the difference between a quantum physics textbook and a Harry Potter book and you'll see why. However, if the book you plan to read will require effort, it also requires a secondary cost of effort. This is the effort required to overcome the urge to procrastinate and actually start reading the book. If you've ever felt tired after a day doing nothing, you probably understand this effort cost. Habits, from my experience, appear to reduce these costs in two different ways. One, habits can reduce the intrinsic cost by making you better at the task. As you read more difficult books, you get better at reading, so it doesn't require as much energy. Two, habits reduce the decision cost by eliminating the ambiguity of when and how to perform the behavior. If you read your 50 pages at lunch every day for three months, the next lunch break, you'll automatically start reading without having to decide whether to do it. For a lot of tasks, the second cost reduction is far greater than the first. Flossing, for instance, hasn't gotten any easier the hundredth time I've done it, but I've stopped thinking about whether or not I should do it. Habits are meta stable. This idea that there's two types of efforts invested in behaviors explains a lot of my own experiences with habits. Namely, not all habits are equally easy to build. And this makes sense because some have higher intrinsic effort required, which results in not only higher intrinsic costs, but also higher decision costs. Two, you can't establish an unlimited number of habits. This makes sense because even if you eliminate the decision effort, you still have to pay the intrinsic effort. That means you could set up many intrinsically easy habits, but probably not a large amount of intrinsically difficult habits, like reading boring or difficult books. 3. Most habits are only metastable. Metastability is a concept in physics where a certain state of affairs is stable, but small perturbations can break that stability. A pendulum, for instance, has two stable points one where the weight is at the bottom, and one where the weight is perfectly balanced at the top. Except the one at the bottom will return to the bottom if it is pushed slightly, whereas the one perfectly balanced at the top will never go back after a slight push. The idea of metastability conforms to my experience as to the reason why i found few habits have permanent lifespans. Inevitably, the habit breaks down because of a temporary lifestyle change, a vacation, an illness, needing to move or work overtime. These create shocks which are often enough to break the behavior, increase the decision cost, making it no longer automatic when you return to the habit. How to deal with medium-term habits The metastability suggests that the most important positions to look at when setting a habit are during possible disruptions. If you temporarily have to break a habit, then re-establishing it as soon as the interruption is gone should be your top priority. Even better, if you can avoid breaking the habit at all, try creating a placeholder habit in its absence. This might mean reading 5 pages instead of 50 when you're busy, or doing a home workout when you're traveling instead of going to the gym. Which habits do you frequently restart? What causes you to break those habits? Which habits have you maintained for years without interruption? And what prevents you from having them degrade? I'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments for this post. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud, please consider rating my show. It helps other people find it. For more episodes like this, please visit my website at scotthyoung.com. That's S-C-O-T-T. H-Y-U-N-G dot com. Thank you.